divine feminine embodiment isn't always going to feel good it's not always going to be pretty and anyone that portrays the divine feminine as this pretty perfect pure thing is misleading you or is just misled what is up my loves welcome back to another episode of the podcast if you have never seen my face before you have never heard my voice before my name is isa and i'm excited about today's episode okay Today we're talking about an aspect of the Divine Feminine that I think needs to get talked about more, and that is the Dark Feminine, alright? If you have been watching most of my videos, if you've been listening to the podcast, I think you probably know by now that we don't talk about the Divine Feminine from a one-dimensional space a one-dimensional lens we don't talk about the divine feminine as a way to attract the divine masculine okay we're looking at the divine feminine as the multi-dimensional multi-faceted complex deep energy that it is and so I want to talk about the dark feminine, which is a very, very important and beautiful aspect of the divine feminine that I think um, a lot of rhetoric around the divine feminine on social media is missing out. Okay, Um, so let's first just dive into a few myths I or, or misunderstandings around the divine feminine. Okay. The first being divine feminine energy is not solely rooted in pleasure and sensuality, okay? You don't need to find and you're not going to find pleasure in every goddamn moment, okay? And just because you cannot, if you have been following people who have been who are divine feminine energy experts and gurus and are talking about you know when you're fully embodied you will find pleasure in every facet of your life if you have been following that i want to let you know you're not doing anything wrong if you can't seem to reach nirvana okay the divine feminine has an immense capacity for depth for suffering, for pain, for rage, for grief, okay? Divine feminine softness is a fraction of what the divine feminine essence is. If the divine feminine is creation, think of water. The divine feminine can be a flowing river, a creek, bubbling quietly right it can be quiet and soft and subtle and submissive it can be those things it can be purifying cleansing but have you ever seen the ocean in the middle of a fucking storm have you ever seen a tsunami okay the divine feminine is also that Think of nature, mother nature. Yes, we think of spring. We think of a nice rain watering all the trees. We think of, we think of that. But we also think of hurricanes and tsunamis and storms. Okay, that is still an aspect of the divine feminine. 
the divine feminine can be soft but it can also be destructive it can be chaotic and it can be that in the name of of expressing itself fully of expressing itself to its greatest capacity right and when we think of mother nature destroying something right a tsunami or a hurricane destroys everything in its fucking path because it will we understand that mother nature doesn't have a vendetta i mean maybe it does at this point the way the way us humans have been treating her but we understand that nature knows it knows the power and the value in destruction because when you destroy everything you can then recreate from the rubble okay that is a huge aspect of the divine feminine of the dark feminine and when you work with the dark feminine you unlock this whole other layer of your own depth of your own power of your confidence you get to the truth of who you are divine feminine embodiment isn't always going to feel good it's not always going to be pretty and anyone that portrays the divine feminine as this pretty perfect pure thing is misleading you or is just misled and they're feeding you a version of the divine feminine that is rooted in patriarchy and tradition and that is not what the divine feminine is because the divine feminine as i have said before cannot be contained cannot be tamed okay cue miley cyrus can't be tamed that is the divine feminine that is the dark feminine i always think about this quote from leora alexandra i'm sure a lot of you are probably familiar with her um she put this tweet out a while ago that said goddesses aren't pure they never were goddesses fully embrace their darkness their chaos their inner wars they wreak havoc and they do things as they please ultimately in the name of good and in hopes of inner and outer peace but purity isn't a personality trait okay okay so with that being said what is the dark feminine in essence what does it hold there's the light feminine and then there's the dark feminine the dark feminine of course is going to be the shadows right you're stepping into this cave and there's mystery and magic and you don't know what the fuck you're gonna find okay you might find some shit that you really wish you never seen and you might also find some like magic some treasure that you are so fucking grateful that you have come across even if at first you don't know what to do with it you know that there's a reason even if the shit that you come across you don't want to face you don't want to sit with you don't want to look it in the eye you know there's a reason when you are working with the dark feminine you are working with your shadows you are working with your subconscious and your unconscious you are working with aspects of yourself that have been suppressed and oppressed in this lifetime and also um in your ancestral line in past lives even you are going to uncover aspects of yourself that have been buried away whether you buried them away or somebody else buried them away lifetimes ago and so this energy does bring about things that are uncomfortable things that are uncomfortable not because they're inherently 
bad, right? When we think of shadows, shadows are not inherently bad when you are doing shadow work. It's not inherently negative. They have a negative connotation to it, right? The dark goddess has a negative connotation to it. But this energy is not inherently bad. Uncomfortable, maybe. Uh, maybe it brings about shame. It brings about deep-rooted insecurities and fears. Um, yes, but not bad, okay? And not meant to be tucked back away. If any aspect of this energy comes forward, comes into consciousness, do not shove that shit away again. There is a reason why it is coming to the surface, okay? So one aspect of the dark feminine is a reclamation of your body, of your sexuality. And I'm not going to dive super deep into this because I want to dedicate a whole episode talking about this. But when we think of sexual liberation, I want you to think of it outside of the context of sex. That is an aspect, but I want you to look at this through a lens of coming fully into what feels good for you what sparks that pleasure that curiosity within you that excitement that passion within you what does it look like what does it feel like how can it be expressed not just in sex but in your creativity in your movement in your healing practices There is a reclamation of your sexuality within the dark feminine that will be at times difficult to come to terms with because of maybe the shame that you have around your sexuality, around your sexual liberation. And maybe on both ends of the spectrum, you don't resonate. You don't resonate with being super conservative and you also don't resonate with going around and just fucking whoever and seducing whoever to get whatever the fuck you want. And you need to, the dark feminine is about coming to truth, digging up the truth of who you are. So this is going to look different for everybody. And again, when we're looking at pleasure through the lens of the dark feminine, it's not always going to look pretty. It's not always going to sound pretty, okay? This is not about embodying your sensuality in a way that is appealing to a partner. You can bring this energy into a partnership, into a union with someone, but that doesn't mean it's going to look good, that it's going to look and feel good all the time. It is going to look however the fuck it wants to look. So moving on, another aspect of the dark feminine that. Um, may come up, maybe not, right? Everyone is different. Are your gifts your magic? And I mean that literally. So you might feel called to learn about working with herbs, to learn about working with the moon, learn about working with your menstrual cycle, learn about casting spells, learn about manifestation um, from a very witchy lens. Working with the dark feminine, you are going to uncover what those gifts are. Maybe you have very intuitive gifts. Maybe you can see things and hear things that other people can't. And maybe there are gifts that you have that have been shamed, again, either in this lifetime or in past lifetimes. And it's very, very common. It's very likely But if this isn't something that comes up, it's not something that resonates. And when I say resonates, it's not because if you're sitting here and you have resistance because you feel like 
you feel like you have these gifts, but you're scared of them or you're scared of being ridiculed or shamed. I'm not talking about that. That is something that you want to look at. But if this just isn't something that comes up within you, whether not right now or not ever, that's okay. This is just another aspect of the dark feminine to be aware of. And if you feel that pull, if you feel that call, that curiosity, don't be afraid to follow it, okay? My favorite aspect of the dark feminine All of these have come up for me in various ways and at various times in my life, but lately the most potent aspect of the dark feminine for me has been the capacity to cut through ego to get to the truth. The divine feminine is intuitive. It's knowing. The dark feminine will... When you are working with the dark feminine, you cannot bullshit yourself anymore. You cannot bullshit yourself. You stop bullshitting yourself and you see right through other people's bullshit. And you connect to this wisdom, this inner knowing that is like it's in your bones, okay? You don't need evidence. You don't need anything to point at what you know. You just fucking know it. It's not coming from a place of fear. It's just, you just know. And when you have a connection to this deep inner knowing, you can bring others to their truth as well. So let's just get right into the benefits of working with this energy. Starting off with, you have better discernment. When you are no longer bullshitting yourself, you know what's good for you and what's not good for you. And it becomes really hard. It is so much harder to ignore your knowing than it is to honor it, right? And so you get stronger boundaries. You are able to look whatever it is in the face, whoever it is in the face and say, no, that's not for me. And I don't need to explain myself. I don't need more evidence. I don't need you to prove me wrong. I know what is for me and what's not for me. And I'm not moving on that. Your boundaries become unshakable. Not all the time, maybe when you fall out of this, um, out of this energy, which which happens, right? I'm not saying that once you embody your dark feminine energy, you're never going to experience uncertainty or doubt or insecurity ever again. But when you are tapped in with this energy, your boundaries become unshakable. And when you embody the dark feminine and you become someone who is unshakable, you become someone who knows exactly who the fuck they are, you will appear as the villain to people. This is why the dark feminine has kind of a negative connotation. Um, When you embody this energy, you will be viewed as the villain. The dark feminine, in essence, is not cruel or unkind, but that energy may come across that way to people who are not used to those who know who they are and who aren't going to waver in that no matter what. They're not used to it. So you come across as the villain, even though it's just you advocating for yourself, okay? And you become okay with that. You no longer see people's harm or projections or judgments as a personal reflection on you. You're able to discern when people's judgments are coming from their own shame their own unhealed shame and insecurities and fears and you can discern when it's that and when it's actually something that you do need to look at that you do need to become aware of and take accountability of within yourself right your discernment 
of yourself of who you are and what's true about you becomes more solid as well Um, you don't become blind to your insecurities or your faults you become fully aware of them and that allows you to navigate the world from a place of so much clarity you also release shame when you are looking at your sexuality your sexual expression when you are healing those aspects of yourself healing your shadows you let go of the shame that you have been buried under for however fucking long again in this lifetime or multiple lifetimes and with all of this you move closer to who you are on a deep soul level you know who you are from every side from every angle you know the power that you have you know the magic that you have you know the gifts the value that you bring to yourself to your life and to others and you also are fully aware of the shadows of the more negative uh, aspects of yourself and you honor those You don't suppress them, you don't bury them away, but you use them in a way that is empowering and is healthy for yourself. Working with the dark feminine, I think, is like you're looking at all these weapons that you have. Magic being a really good example. People don't want to tap into their witchy gifts, their magic, because when they think of magic, they think of using magic to manipulate people to trap people to get their way to harm people right they're only seeing that negative side and there are people who practice that there are practitioners who misuse their gifts and so when you are working with the dark feminine you are looking at all of this shit that you have in your artillery okay you are looking at at all these weapons of destruction of chaos of harm that you could use to hurt people, to manipulate people, to get your way, right? And you are choosing not to. Or you're choosing to use them in a way that is not harmful to yourself or to others, right? You're choosing to use these weapons, this sword for, let's say, just for example's sake. You're using this sword not to harm people, not to sentence or condemn people, but you are using this sword to cut through people's bullshit, to cut through your own bullshit, to get to the truth of a situation, to the truth of who a person is, to the truth of who you are in a situation or with this person, right? You are using it for good. You are using it from a place of love rather than from a place of harm and uh trying to gain power over someone that is wounded feminine energy manipulation harming people to get what you want to finish off this episode i would like to leave you if this is something that you're interested in i would like to leave you with a few archetypes that you can work with i think archetypes are a really beautiful way to understand the specific expression of your divine feminine energy of your dark feminine energy and kind of use that as a guide to working with a different aspect of of that energy so i'm going to leave you with a few that you can work with um if anything sparks your interest if at all 
dive into that, explore, learn more about that goddess, about that archetype um, and what it represents and what it might mean to you. The first one is going to be Lilith. If you are intrigued by this idea of sexual liberation, reclamation of your sexuality, um, of your body, your sexual expression, look into Lilith. Okay, if you are really intrigued by what your witchy gifts are, you want to learn about herbalism, you want to learn about spells, you want to learn about magic, look to Hecate. Those two archetypes are definitely more, I don't want to say grounded, um, but they're more in the, the physical realm of things. If you want to get a little bit more in the upper realms of things, if you feel like you're being called to that, if you feel like you're ready for that, you want to work with Kali. Okay, Kali is, um, I've heard her be called an ego slayer. Okay, she will cut to the truth. Okay, she will cut to the truth of who you are and what your life is and what the fuck you're doing and what you shouldn't be doing and what you should be doing, she will cut through your ego. If you want to work with that energy, work with Kali. If you don't want to waste any fucking time, work with Kali, okay? With all that being said, I hope that this episode sparked something in you. Um, if there was anything that you wanted to know more about do some research, pick up a book, feel free to DM me, ask me any questions that you have. If there's something that you want me to dive deeper into, please let me know. I will be diving more into this dark feminine energy because I just, I think it's a beautiful energy to work with and it needs to be talked about more. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave a little five stars. If you enjoyed the video, give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment. All of that good shit. Much love to you. Be good. Be smart. Be well. All the things. And I will talk to you next week.